Sunday, Betfair Edge. Don't settle for the odds given. Find better odds on the Cricket World Cup at Betfair. Chances are you're about to lose. It's time for the lay-bin segment. Text in what you want to nominate for the lay-bin. It could be sport. It could be any facet of society. Well, most anyway. 0499736736. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the Cricket World Cup at Betfair. Chances are you're about to lose. Tidy your first nomination. Ooh, plenty happening in the lay-bin. Obviously, uh, lay-betting, you can do that on Betfair. And I'll tell you what, uh, just a little... Mentioned it's probably been overdone about done now, but Aaron Norton eight years, eight yeah. year contracts, long contracts like eight years. That's in the lay bin. Come on, yeah, I'm with you there, Tommy, because you never know what's going to happen down the track. You'd have to be pretty confident in your player, and you never know, even if you are confident, what's going to happen. He hasn't really done much, and for once, I know probably put this in the lay bin that the fact that I'm agreeing with Kane Corns here, that's in the lay bin. Um, no, sometimes you could agree with people that you don't normally agree with. <laughs> no, I, I've got a lot of time for Kane this year, it's yeah. great. Um, yeah, I agree. He hasn't kicked enough goals, he needs to step up, and they've given him an eight year contract on the back of a pretty average year, a lot, a lot of people are saying, so I can't cop that. Um, do you want to go? I've got, I've got a few more. Yeah, yeah. The Indian cricketing public for not turning up to the opening match of the ODI World Cup. Now, I know India weren't involved, Tommy, mm. but, you know, it's the most populous nation in the world. It's overtaken China for the most populous nation in the world in regards to the actual population yes. number. They love their cricket. Why don't they go and watch, even if it's a neutral game, there was barely anyone in the stands. Spot the spectator. Well, that whole concept of the two teams that played off in last year, last World Cup in playing in the first game, is that's in the lay bin. The fact that England and New Zealand are, yeah. play India in the first game, build Should momentum. be the host nation that hosts uh, it. Hard, yeah. Whoever came up with that idea, get in the lay bin. That's not good enough. Yeah, there but was it, about 12 people at that match. But at the same time, I mean, we had how many neutral games. I know T20 format's a bit different, but mm. how many neutral games in Australia for the T20 World Cup last year were well patronised? Over 85,000 people, in some cases over 90,000 people at the MCG for games that weren't even close to the final and didn't involve Australia. Yep. I agree. Oh, the crowd was very poor. It's you disappointing. Know, you've got to show if you want to be the host nation, the public have got to get behind a lot of the matches. That stadium, I think, holds 120,000 or something ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, I just got a text message fresh in off the press, Damo. Oh. This is fresh. Fresh Labin material news. here. Breaking news from a colleague. I had a dream you got fired last night. That's in the Labin. Me or you? Me. Oh, okay. That's that's in the Labin. Can't can't be sent I don't that. even remember half of my dreams, no, I never to be honest dreams, with you. But yeah, apparently I'm getting fired. So, oh, it could be a premonition. You'd rather it be a dream than a premonition. <laughs> could, be the, could be the last lay-bin ever. Um, <laughs> um, I wonder it, what he's going to do this. Yeah, week. I know. I, I wonder what's coming up. Uh, it must be spring, Domo, because this is a big lay-bin. When yeah. trainers, owners start jumping on the media and telling people to water tracks, to not handicap our horses too high, you know it's spring. Get in the lay bin. Just let the people do their job. 
Speaking of the media, one for the Labor. Now, it was a little bit cringy, I must say, but still, the criticism directed towards the journalists last night at Ange Postacoglu's press conference. I haven't heard uh, this. So what happened was, so Henry Winkler gave a nice little message to Ange Postacoglu during the week, you know, a message of support, etc. And after the Spurs v Lutontown game, one of the journos comes up and says, oh, I noticed Henry Winkler, the Fonz, gave you a bit of praise during the week. And he actually played the Happy Days Phoebe song on his dictaphone or his recorder or his phone or something. And, uh, you know, Ange is like, oh, seriously, do I have to put up with this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think it provides a little bit of a different slant of levity in a press conference, which we wouldn't get here in Australia. They're different over there in the UK. But I just think the criticism criticism is a bit harsh. That's my view anyway. That's fair. He's doing some good things, Ange. Um, you'd be probably do this, Damo, and I've been guilty. Probably everyone's been guilty of this, but this is one for the lay bin. Splitting bills at cafes. Now, when it's cafes are worse than pubs and hotels and restaurants because mm. often people are trying to get takeaway. But group of four or five girls getting the bill, working out what they had for breakfast, trying to split it when there's people in line and then they go up one by one working out what they had and then they try and split it. Just someone fix it up. There's a little thing called online banking these days, Damo. Yeah. You can work it out after. What is walk this out of the cafe, walk, walk out of the cafe and you can transfer money. It's as simple as that. You don't need to hold up everyone else talking about what you had for breakfast and how you're going to split the bill. I still fill out the check on the odd occasion and send a few faxes. <laughs> you would. You're an old soul, Damo. I, I am. I need to get up to date. Mind you, I can operate this panel, which I'm proud of, you, but <laughs> normally I'm terrible with the technology. You'd be a bill splitter too. Uh, yeah, well, you know, some people <laughs> want to go a bit overboard when you offer to shout. Uh, you remember that for next time as a frugal person. Um, the other thing for me, we had the... That's a ridiculous prize money in Sydney racing yes. yesterday. $2 million hill stakes. Yep. The Battle of the States just to keep 2,000 metre horses in Sydney. It was made for Wicks. They tried to keep Winks in Sydney instead of going to the Turnbull. Get in the lay bin. That is the worst $2 million race you've ever seen. And the poor old punters who fund this, they've, they've got to send a thank you to the punters. What about the participants as well? Yeah. Well, so the participants, I know they're racing for big prize money, but at the same time. How good are the jockeys going? Doesn't hmm. they, they ride on Everest. They get... Five percent plus they get riding for plus prize money. Mm. It's utterly ridiculous. So two million dollar races. We had a one point five million dollar Alan Brown. Cepheus won a group two worth three hundred thousand last start and comes in and wins a one point five million dollar Alan Brown stakes against the same field. It's just ridiculous amounts of money that are funded by the punters, mate. Montefilly, of course, winning that Hill Stakes. There what are far win. too many group one races in general, aren't they? Yes. Why, been, you, lose, the you lose the novelty and the significance to a certain extent when there's a proliferation of Group 1 races. I'd like to see about 20, not 100. Yeah. I don't even know how many there are. 80. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, there's too so many. So that could go in the lay bid. Too many Group 1 races. Yes. Montefilia in on the backboard. That's a Group the... 2 race, the hill, but I'm just saying in general. Yes, yeah. agreed. Nash Rawilla, he's on the backboard. Um, big, fella, big fella has put in the Penrith Panthers for coming back from nowhere and doing Lazarus um, with a lot of people on at the hundreds, obviously. Yeah, so what happened? That, that affected the fella. Betfair market, the NRL grand final. There would have been a lot of fluctuation during the game itself. Yes. So um, amazingly, uh, Panthers got out to $34 with the Broncos a $1.02 during last Sunday nights. Was that after the third try in a row that the Broncos scored? Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. How do you come back from a $1.02 and you look gone, but uh, well done to Panthers. Outstanding. 
Premiership, mate. Would have been one of the better AFL slash NRL grand final doubles in one weekend that we've had over the journey because sometimes you have a good AFL one and then a terrible one-sided NRL grand final or vice versa. Two, uh, of the, two of the great games. Yeah, I think so. Well, it all goes well going forward. There's no doubt about that. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Nominate what do you want to place in the lay bin? What about the? You mentioned the Everest before. What about the build up this week? I mean, even uh, David Taggart said and he's pretty staunchly Victorian. Said that you can't escape the Everest at the moment. You can't escape it. It's a great race, and um, New South Racing New South Wales have done. A few bad things, um, but they've done some very good things as well. The Everest is one of those. Uh, we just complained about the prize money. The Everest is a great race. I don't think it needs to be a $20 million race. I think 15 was fine, but uh, that's okay. Uh, what a race it's shaping up to be. We've lost, obviously, gig kicks out. Amelia's Jewel's not going to go there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Imperatriz um, isn't yeah. going there. Uh but it's shaping up to be a fantastic race. Have you got a tip in it, Domo? Do you follow it closely? Oh, I'm going to have a look at the market. I always wait until late for the market fluctuation. So I'm someone who's influenced heavily by the market with my selections. So I, I'll wait and see. I can make a case for so many runners. Right now, um, I would have I Wish I Win on top, Private Eye close. I can make a case for um, a couple of others. But I Wish I Win from uh, Private Eye, probably the, the two there that I would yeah, lean Private to Eye was in my head as probably the main chance, but it will depend on the market fluctuation for me. Overpass is fascinating because only speed in the race, so probably represents a bit of value there. Rolls forward, runs at a good tempo. There's actually no speed in that race outside of Overpass. So mm. uh, I'm glad Overpass is in the race and can control things. We saw Redzel win a couple of Everest yes. up on speed and, and probably going at a really moderate tempo for a class of race like and that. And wasn't that with stark contrasting tracks? Because we had a really wet one We did where Redzel won. And then I think from memory there was a dry one as well. Yes, correct. So... Um, I'll just get the weather forecast up for the week as well in Sydney, but um, a great day of racing. I hope it's not raining there as well. <laughs> no, it's not by the look of it. Um, and obviously, Corfer Guineas. What a race that's going to be as well in, yes. in Melbourne. Well, we're coming up to the, can you believe this, almost the 25th anniversary next year. The greatest Caulfield Guineas ever run was between Redoute's Choice and Testarossa. You remember that, don't you, in 99? One of the great no, battles I, I down know the, the race. I don't well, remember watching it or where I was in ninth. I was twelve then. No, so. neither do I. But the actual <laughs> race itself, you know, was absolutely magnificent. So I can't believe we're coming up to almost to, to almost twenty five years effectively. Just before we finish up, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Everest is marketed this week as well, because we obviously had the whole Opera House controversy a couple of years ago. I don't know what they're doing for the barrier draw this year. Yeah. They no, keep they us in suspense. Drone shows and opera yeah. house and I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I it's usually so. in the lay bin, the carry on, <laughs> to be honest. But I like the carry on. You've got to market it to a new generation, a new demographic. And in fairness to Peter Volandis, he's done that pretty well with the Everest. We'll take a break. We'll chat with Bryce McGain shortly to discuss the Cricket World Cup and, of course, all that's happening in the Sheffield Shields. There's a lot happening domestically and also internationally. And later on, we'll touch on both Bathurst and the F1s. Oscar Piastri. What a performance yesterday. We'll go through some markets, Premier League market as well. We can touch on there's so much happening in the world of sport, mate. We saw some big betting moves yesterday as well. We can touch on after the news demo. Um, Some big firmers, some long odd winners as well.